And action. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Better Together podcast. We'd like to welcome all three of you uh, that watch this. We are uh, happy to have you. Uh, Today is our 16th episode. Uh, Today happens to be... Huh? 16th. 16th. Oh, it's the 16th on the 16th. What? Brain emoji. Brain emoji. Our golden podcast. Uh, It's the golden podcast. On our 10-year anniversary today, so 10 years to the day, August 16, 2011, to fast forward August 16, 2021, we have a special guest, a a coach making her coach's corner debut, is the one and only Jackie Hanford, our longest standing employee of the fit, all the fits, the the fit when it started, the studio fit, the fit society, and just all the fits. Um, So uh, we're we're excited to have Miss Jackie to come on and, and, share her story and uh hopefully we can all learn something about her and uh we bring you some value today so cassidy hi hi how are you well how are you i'm well sir jacqueline how are you fantastic fantastic (laughs) cool why don't we uh let's just skip labor have the baby and get right into it why don't you because these guys are tired of listening to us talk why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and where you started uh, with the fit. We'll go from there. My story started um, after I took time off from having babies. So I was in um, sales and marketing, property management, uh, two-way pager, cell phone days, um, took time off to have babies and was super involved in that for eight-ish years, stay-at-home mom. And then when I decided to get back into the work world was kind of like, what am I going to do? Um, really, it was sort of a fluky thing, taking a class at another local gym and thought, hey, I can coach this class better than this person. And that's kind of what prompted me to really get into fitness. So started uh, coaching or teaching classes at the local rec center uh, for a couple of years, to get my feet wet. And just by chance, came across uh, one of those coupon ads that come in the mail that was for studio fit and I thought that place is like a mile down the road what's that about mm-hmm. came in I think we uh met I met first with uh Markish mm-hmm. didn't have a resume or anything because my background clearly wasn't like in fitness but I had already had four years now of just doing basic kickboxing which is what got me into fitness and uh yeah good old days um, sat down, met with him and then put together a resume of some sort, came back two weeks later and Kish was like, Hey, can you come meet with the owner later today? It's like, sure. Met. I think you're like, Hey, can you come audition later this week for our class? You asked me to like bring people to class. I brought like 14 people, I think. And that mm-hmm. was only like in the infancy age of studio fit. So like not even two months in. Right. And- Pretty sure the rest is history. Coach yeah. the class, I think on the spot, you're like, you're hired. And yeah. I'm paying you for my class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can hang out, lady. You can hang out. That's my journey. I think we just jived in all the right ways to, yeah, make make it work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, fast forward present day, what do, what, do you, what do you do now? Like what, besides be the mayor, 
um, of, of the place. What do, what do you, how, what does that look like for you now? Yeah. So honestly, the coaching aspect is a small percentage or portion of my job. Um, right. I, I honestly, uh, I, I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> my main job is a membership director. Mm-hmm. So in charge of the front end stuff with the sales. Um, so from greeting the person to getting them signed up, to seeing it through all the way to the orientation and the on-ramp to passing it off to first class, talking to the coaches, to making sure, you know, retention 30 days in that they're getting what they need and are happy and satisfied and fulfilled and all that good stuff. So that's the main part. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is back end, keeping them retention, talking to the coaches, again, making sure every member is getting what they need. Um, and then everything in between. Yeah. Jackie is day to day inside and you know, yeah, Jacqueline is a, a utility player. That's for sure. So from making the promises to keeping the promises and everything in between, everything that touches it from the, the billing and the logistics to running our CRM, uh, she's, she, she coaches, she's got some clients. So, um, utility player, right? Yeah. I forgot about that billing aspect. That is a big part. Yeah. All, all the things, admin, <laughs> all hey, administration, Cassie's sitting in an office in Montana and I'm sure they have an administrator or two that takes care of like all the glue shit, you know, yep. I would guess, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just a different. gym guy. Yeah, our office is way different. I like my office a lot better. And our dress code's way different, too. We dress like we're fifth graders every day. You don't like this great place? I, I dig <laughs> it, dude. You do you, bro. Um, so, cool. So, um, you've seen, to say that you've um, seen a lot of change or, or innovation uh, would be an understatement. Um, but can you speak to, like, the evolution or your experience with the change over 10 years, better or worse? Um, to where we're landing now and just uh, talk about maybe um, what you love to do in that and why you do what you do? Yeah, I'd say the, the biggest thing with the innovation stuff is that, you know, everybody does have different goals, right? They have different ends in mind, um, but everybody's path to get there is very different. So I think the main thing of like our evolution is giving all the different options that we have inside our four walls, whether it's one-on-one, buddy, group, small group, clubs, kids, teens, adults, fitness, performance, equipment, everything. I think that's probably the the biggest change in innovation is that we just keep adding so that we can add value. Um, Like I said, depending on everyone's individual fitness needs and fitness goals that we just want to make sure that we can accommodate and have a seat of the bus for everybody when they walk in the door, no matter what their goal is. Um, You've got to be a little disappointed though that we don't have tanning beds still. <laughs> right. So we don't have what? Tanning bed still. Oh, most important thing. Forgot about that. Yes. The innovation of that. Yes. Didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. <laughs> we just don't have room for it. Space yeah. is more important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's my favorite, the 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 biggest innovation and change that I've seen. Um, but I think what was the other part? What well, I like. Yeah, no, but on that point, then we'll we'll get into just what you'll have most, but like missionally, like we went back through the other day, I sent you a picture of of the the Studio Fit uh, board mission statement that was like piecemealed together. Remember that? And it's far, and and, and, and principally the mission 
uh, has, has really stayed the same. It's to connect, challenge, and inspire people to be better together. We have a more condensed version of it. But to your point, what we've done is said, especially in our little Ocotillo area, um, is like, okay, how many people and what different age groups and um, skill sets and backgrounds and physical abilities, we've broadened the scope with who can be affected missionally uh, within that. So, and it's cool. Like it's, it's cool to walk in and see a kid's class going on while there's a GPP class, uh, which is our groups, while there's a one-on-one training over here and an athlete working out over there and then a member doing IPD over here. Like it's, it's cool to see all those things in action. But um, of all those, because you're so utility, Jackie, like you do so much um, and we're incredibly grateful for you and everything that you do. What do you, in all those roles, uh, what do you love the most? I love, um, and why seeing co- the confidence grow in people. Yeah. Now in everybody, mm-hmm. of course, I'm a little bit more partial to, I think young girls, young women, cause I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's something that's not normally talked about like weights, lifting weights and barbells and getting strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in today, and I have two boys that are almost grown ass men now, but, um, with <laughs> girls and, and it's super important for men and guys to feel strong and confident as well. But I think women probably struggle or girls struggle with a little bit more, but anyway, seeing the confidence that mm-hmm. they build in their time here is one of the, my favorite things, whether mm-hmm. it's a teenager or whether it's a 40 year old woman that's overweight, that's never felt good about herself or confident about herself. But that's the thing I like the most is chipping away a little bit at a time and every month people feeling more confident in just the way they carry themselves, the way they speak. Um, it's, it's, it's empowering. And I love doing that for everybody. But like I said, I think women, girls in particular, um, awesome. and having to enjoy it, like that's a huge thing, like enjoying working out and feeling strong and not feeling intimidated um, is so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and uh, I'll tell you, like your own evolution, as well as a lot of people that we've been around, you know, I remember meeting you the first time, you know, and, and obviously you're, you're, you're always been fit. You've been active, you know, pretty much your whole life. So, you know, that piece, but I mean, look at the boulder shoulders right now. You, you've never had, I mean, when I met you, yes, you had, you had muscular arms, but nothing like they are now. And, and no, for you know, sure. I, it's, yeah. It's been fun going on that path with you because neither one of us knew what the hell we were doing when we got there. I mean, what was a clean, what was a jerk? What's, you know, what was a snatch? We had no idea what any of that stuff was. And now to go back and look at it now, um, seeing those classes where we were doing Zumba, you know, and then, you know, then we were heading in, we would do a, uh, you know, a run outside or something, but to where it's morphed to now um, is just amazing. And it's cool to see, um, you know, your genesis to that as well. You know, it's been, it's been awesome. So, um, and obviously the lives you've changed has been, you know, it's been significant. So that's awesome stuff. Thank you. Yeah, no, for, for sure. I am, I can say without a doubt, the best shape of my life in my late forties. So, you know, one of the big messages I want to send out there to whoever may be listening my age group, uh, it's never too late, never too late, never too late to start something. That's cool. Jackie is a walking testimonial of never, never too late in that, like when she says, Hey, I coached some classes kind of like fitness and they did this group X thing for four years. Like she means it. That's, that's what she did. And she did it a common thing, which is aerobics uncommonly well, 
But when we first got her, like she had never in her life, really, to my understanding, done any of those things that you had talked about. And to her credit, got what I would say reborn in, in fitness, which was like, who am I? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to like? Why do I want to do it? And she's gone through internally to her credit and listened and learned and grown um, with, with, with respect to our relationship and, and the leadership there, but also her own stuff and going out and getting certs and doing the work and just working on it. So like, yeah, she's probably 22 when she first started with us. So anybody that's listening in, you know, she was, but no, she had had children, raising children, but no, got completely reborn. I and, um, and, and, uh, no, it's cool. It's way cool because it's, it, it just proves that if, if you come in with an open mindset, like you can show up and go, I don't know shit. Like, I don't know shit. I want to look good, feel good. And I want to do it in the safest way possible. And in the most effective way possible from A to Z, like she did that and lived it and did it in a way where she jumped into a leadership role herself and then did it herself and then did it with others. And that's great duplication. That's why to this day, she's a great coach because she gets to live that out. Um, on that note, Jackie, with respect to um, shifting the gears from you learning and growing and then teaching others to learn and grow in your coach capacity, let me ask you this. As a coach, um, what are some of the things, like, let me back up in a second. Of our three listeners, at least two of them are members, okay? So if you were to be talking to members and have a platform where you could just have a conversation with them of like, I wish everybody would just know this or just know this is true or, or if I knew then what I knew now, what kind of guidance or wisdom would you bestow to anybody listening on their journey, regardless of where they're at right now? One would be, you just said like, it's never too late. Can you expand on what other things you wish people would know? Yeah. And I've thought about that because I heard the other two podcasts. Yeah. So, um, and obviously the two other points that the other coaches made obviously are, have, you know, lots of credibility. My thing is um, trust the process. That would be like, my main thing is like, you can't, whatever a coach says to you, like it's all in an effort to make you understand the basics one step at a time. I think a lot of people just want to jump in and like, well, that's not going to be help. How's that going to help me? That's not even like, they don't understand maybe why a coach is asking you to do something here right. before you go here. So for me, it would be like, just trust the process. It does take time. doesn't mean it's got to take a whole year, but trust in it, listen to what the coaches say, do the work, whether or not it's a basic skill, whether or not it's something you think is insignificant, trust the process, do it, work on it. Like we say with our MCI, like get the movement right, get the mechanics right, do it consistently before you then add the intensity or the weight or the movement so that it's more dynamic. Like trust that, that's my main thing, trust the process. And in my experience, um, as I watch people, whether it's open gym, working out on their own or in a class, want to do certain things like struggle whether it's a pull-up like breaking it down stop for a second don't try and do like that butterfly trust the process of like a butterfly pull-up or kipping pull-up like let's break it down now let's not even like just strict pull-up but what are all the skills and drills we can do before you even do the strict pull-up to work on that to make sure 
when you get the strict pull up that mm-hmm. it's as the best it can be before you then go into doing the next move, which is the kipping and the butterfly. Mm-hmm. So I just said a lot. No, it's and a great I'll, point. Like, tr- trusting the process. Like it has to happen methodically for different reasons to make sure that when you get it, and this is what we learned when I got my uh, L1 for, I think it was actually in gymnastics, is you always want to make sure you get those basics first so that when you do the butterfly, you can do the butterfly every time every time, not just once, because it was a fluke. Yeah. So that's- I I remember, I remember at the FIT when MJ had his first, um, it was kind of like a seminar where you broke things down, MJ, you kind of went through um, talking about that, you know, and it, it, exactly what Jackie said was, was very eye-opening to me because, you know, I had seen a clean um, and I had joked or tried to do them on my own in the corner every once in a while. But, you know, breaking it down and doing a med ball clean, I was like, really? <laughs> what mm-hmm. is, how does this translate? You know, and mm-hmm. for a new person coming in, they don't correlate. So being able to transfer that knowledge of, of exactly what you just said, Jack, and say, you know, listen, trust the process. This is, you're building a foundation here. You know, you're not going to walk in and just already have the walls up. You got to build something, you know, you got to make the foundation so you can build it up and grow from there. And, and that takes time, you know, and that's convincing people to do that at times is difficult, you yeah. know, and that's where I really think the, the membership base helps with that because, you know, you have a guy like me or you got a guy like Jaime, you know, who, who, you know, came in and, you know, he's just a beast now, you know, it's like that guy walked in and was not that guy, you know, and to see where he's progressed now, it's really, really cool, you know, and, and I would even say that with a lot of our coaches, you know, to see where they started to where they are now, it's really cool to see how everybody's done that, but they all started somewhere. And I think that being able to continually impress that and say, Hey, you have to build from the basics. You can't just jump right in and do it all. It's, it's so key. I agree with you. Cause that strong foundation is going to keep it stable for the rest of your journey. Yeah. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Both of the, the, the other coaches' points that they brought in and then that you brought in, all of them are just, it's funny because it's very Vopa-centric. Like, it's where it goes. You're like, hey, man. Like, and and like, the reason why I'm bringing this up is it's so important to your point, Jack, if, if you have a process, it's like know what the end in mind is. I think it was Rachel that said, make sure you have clear objectives. Like, yeah. why are you here? What are you doing? And, and clearly identify that. So then when you go do that work, like you said, Jack, the process or whatever strategy you choose to implement that you trust, like you said, that Rome wasn't built in a day that you trust that it's going to take time. And the problem is, is we as humans always want before we deserve. That's just human nature. We all, we all suffer from the mores. I just want more and more and more. And I want it now, 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 like that's, that's human nature. But uh, to your point, there's an incredible payoff to be had if you trust us, the process, your fellow members, and just stick the stick to with consistency over time. It wins when you do it. It doesn't work when you do it. It does work. And um, hopefully we're giving good process guidance along the way. Right. Definitely. Um, what a Cass, what other questions do you have for her before I flip over to, uh, or, or, uh, who, what this woman does outside of her four walls of fit society. <laughs> you know, I don't have any other questions really, you know um, you know, I think uh, we really hit some, some really top good topics there where, 
you know, um, I think it's going to add value to especially the new folks that are walking in the doors. Um, you know, and again, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you can see somebody who phones it in and you can see somebody who actually really has that give a shit factor. Jack has the, the give a shit factor. So, um, you know, it's, it's awesome to be around people like that and, and surround yourself people like, like people like that because it's helpful. Definitely is helpful. It's been super cool to see it from, yeah, the inception till now, 10, 10 years later. Who would have thunk? I know, right? <laughs> Crazy. Pinch us all. Pinch us all. Uh, Yaki, what, uh, tell us for people that don't know and they just see you as the mayor around here, you're always serving others. Uh, like, what about you and, and, and your deal? You, you were a mama bear. Are you still a mama bear? Like, what's, what's up in your world outside these four walls? What do you like to do when you're, when you're not um, making sure people are getting taken care of? Yeah, um, almost an empty nester. So got one boy out in a college in uh, California. Yeah. And the next one will be out next year. Um, wow. But no, typical stuff. We like to ski, snow ski, any water sport. like to um, play golf. That's kind of been my newer passion-ish. I've always like dabbled in it, but nothing like uh, covid sent us into a time where you know being out in the outdoors and open spaces so got really into that pickleball yeah. um is another thing i like rollerblading um you know growing up it was ice skating and, and lacrosse that was kind of what my jam was uh growing up but i and i like to try and be creative i like to hang out with my boys um by like, the way you have two great kids thank you yes you have seen the evolution of them from little yep toddlers yeah yeah yep. <laughs> eight years old and yeah for sure yep. now we have cal poly yeah cal poly they've grown into great men yep um so yeah ba basic stuff outdoor stuff i mean not yeah. always for active stuff but um anything that uh yeah challenges your body to to be better get better yeah awesome and i i'd like to give a little uh, shout out to your your boy toy Johnny because he's been incredibly supportive uh, of of you and your your ten years. So this is like me speaking to John. Hey John, thanks for putting up with me vicariously through your wife. If you listen to this, uh, you're a hell of a dude, and we're just as grateful to have you as your wife and the two boys who I beat the shit out of in many ways over the last ten years. We love you too, Robbie and Nevin. Um, so uh, no, it's a it's a cool thing, man. We, we value three things. Um, and one of them at the top of the list is community. And, you know, community is, is family at a certain point in time. And, and you're that. And I'm super grateful for your family. They've been along for the ride. I'm just curious as to what you're, you're going to start getting itchy with this empty nester syndrome if you're not already. I'll pick up another hobby, I guess. I know. She'll just get another hobby or get more certs or something. Travel. <laughs> Travel. Yeah, absolutely. Pilot, so we'll be able to travel around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jackie, awesome. is, is there anything else you want to let the community know? I mean, you and I, by the way, we saved and it's incident, you know, it is the golden, I guess, uh, what'd you call it? Golden anniversary or whatever. Yeah. But, but oh, you're okay. our, you're, yeah. And we saved you for the, for the, for the 10 year guy, but is, um, because you're again, a, a, a pillar in the community. That's what I would say. The mayor and a pillar and you are integral uh, you and your presence and just everything you do day to day, people don't understand. They just don't know what they don't know, but I know, and, and you are absolutely incredible. Um, I'm very grateful for you as is the team. Is there anything you want to leave the community with, um, being our 10 year 
longest standing person? Uh, just to echo, I think things that we've always said in the past is thank you for choosing us and trusting us yeah. to help in your fitness journey. I know it's a super um, uh, uh, personal thing mm-hmm. when people choose to like work out. Um, not everyone feels comfortable like we do working out right. all the time. So I know it's something that is, um, yeah. So thank you for trusting us. There's many choices out there. Um, we've got great coaches and trust the coaches. They're fantastic. They have a lot of knowledge in lots of different areas. Um, all of them have unique, um, certifications. So my, my main thing is, is try different things, uh, be open to explore things you've never done before and step out of your box and bubble and get to know every coach. You're used to always coming to the same class because you like the same coach. I would just say, Hey, they're all great. I trust them all. And, um, just open yourself up to try different experiences. Awesome. Cool. Well, Jacko, you're a freaking rock star. And agreed. hundred um, percent. We love, we love you a long time. Wouldn't be the same without you. So thank you so I much. And then makes it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Cass, thank you for being part of it. H O you bet. Absolutely. And then to the members that are listening, uh, we love, we, we are so, I'll just echo. We had a big party yesterday. Um, we had over a hundred people. I couldn't make it. All good, man. Uh, we had about a hundred people show up yesterday and we, we partied and we had a little conversation of just gratitude and thanks. And like Jack, Jackie said, people have choices, man. And there's no lack of choices around us. There's, there's just not. And for people to trust us, the ones that do inside of our community, we're very grateful. So Thank you guys. We know you have choices. Thanks for choosing us. And we promise our promise, our commitment. We have a whole thing around here. Uh, uh, BFB, which stands for be forever better <laughs> or be freaking better. Sometimes it's just be better. Um, and so our commitment, our promise is that we'll continue. We won't stop. We'll try and to continue to innovate where we need to innovate while also not getting bored with the basics and the principles that we know work to continue to deliver a kick-ass uh, product and, and experience that you guys can be proud of. So we're proud of this thing 10 years in. We hope you guys are too. And we love you. So that's how yeah. we're going to end it with all the love. 10. Boom. <laughs> Hi guys. Thanks. Thanks and uh, we'll talk to you later. See you next week. Okay. Peace.